0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I'm joined by Daniel this evening. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Burmo, pretty
1: good week for me fantasy wise. I don't know about you. No, but... Jeep is less than ten seconds in. You're already bragging over me. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I probably shouldn't, considering uh, what's happened in the past when I do that. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty no. pretty chuffed with myself from this round.
0: No mate, absolutely need at least one of us to be to be firing on a, on all cylinders because at this stage I am uh, I am a shot duck injuries galore after last week and all that sort of stuff. Uh, did you manage to make it out unscathed or is your team and uh, you got some moves to make?
1: Yeah, absolutely not. Look, if you didn't have Crichton, I think most people that are in you know the top thousand, top two thousand had Crichton. Um, well, mm. pretty much everyone really. I mean, he's in what twenty six percent of teams. So yeah, um, beyond all that he's he's gonna have to be an out this week, and I also had Mahoney, so I'm gonna get rid of him. But uh, yeah, definitely could use some of them. Uh, some of them trades, eh? Yeah. Well, do you, do you want to start
0: there, mate? Let's start. What what did happen last week? Did you was there anything that stood out to you besides all the injuries and suspensions and whatnot? Because there was a there was a couple of big scores, but it was a kind of a funny old week for fantasy. How'd you see it?
1: Yeah, there it was. It wasn't too bad. There was a couple of big scores, like there was Burton uh, with a hundred, and surprisingly, from the Storm and Manly game, there wasn't any um, many too um, big outstanding scores uh, really. But across all the games, it looked really pretty standard nothing um huge kind of stood out to me other than burton's 100 and teddy's 80 which came both in the same game so um pretty kind of standard round i think most people's captains played in that uh manly and storm game and it kind of helped a few people that kind of went with the, a bit of a pot option um especially with the likes of you know turbo and they get getting 60 they're getting a 50 and even you know hughes um suffering with only a 40 which Kind of that last, uh, I think he had a line break close to the end of the game. That kind of saved mm. him because he was looking. Line break into a little. Score.
0: I think they gave it a try assist off that little kick. It rebounded off a bunch of hands. I can't remember if they actually gave it a try assist or not.
1: But, yeah, I had a uh, tackle
0: bust in that though.
1: That's the main thing. The tackle bust yeah. line break. Yeah.
0: I think he scored the lion's share of his points in uh, one play. In that in yeah. that, <laughs> that one little play, it <laughs> was it was a good game. But I uh, I don't know the uh, if Manly couldn't get the job done, I, don't know. I can't see anyone beating the Storm this year. But. Um, yeah, look, let's let's um, let's actually. You know, I want to ask you a question. Who did you end up captaining uh, last week?
1: So I was definitely teetering on the line between Haas and Dewey, but I ended up going with Haas. I mean, wasn't disappointed. Fifty-seven still seemed like a, a pretty good captaincy score. Um, I mean, if you yeah. went with like a a Teddy or a Cam Murray, even like that wasn't too bad. But they're very very pot- potty options at the moment. I think most people went with, you know, the ones that I've mentioned already or Haas or Fafita. I mean, David Fafita was probably the pick of the bunch, really. He got a 69, which is very nice. So, nice. Yeah, but uh, I don't think many people have captained Fafita in recent weeks just because of that move back to the bench. But, I mean, it it worked out this week. Came off the bench, scored a try. Looked pretty good.
0: I was going to say, how far are you looking into it with uh, with David A, it was against the Cows. B, it looks like he's going to keep coming off the bench. So
1: what, what do you make of the, the Fafita situation? I mean, he's not scoring badly off the bench. 40 was his worst score against the Dogs, which is pretty surprising um, off the bench. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, he's getting around 55 to 60 minutes. And, I mean, in the last three weeks, I think he's averaged about 65 points a game with you know, a score of a hundred, but also a score of 40. So he's kind of up and down, depends if he gets tries and, you know, tackle busts and the like. So, um, he seems pretty attacking, like they give him the ball and he's looking like he's going to break a tackle every time he gets it, which I guess is better than what he was before. You know, I, I remember he was playing 80 early in the year and he was, you know, getting the ball and just looking pretty lazy out on the edge. And then every now and then he'll have those big games where he scores three tries and, you know, breaks 20 tackles or whatever he, he does. But, uh, it's not every game that he does that, so I guess it's probably more of an impact player rather than a once every two or three games big player.
0: Yeah, he's very, very tricky to bank on now. No, you're right, because he yeah he can come on and absolutely explode, but it does it does make it tough to to, to throw him. I mean, he's he's certainly a pod captaincy option, but. Yeah. Uh, Boy, you, yeah. I, I was going to say you, you're taking taking it into your own hands. There, it's a, it's a concerning one. Yeah, I mean, one.
1: how do you pick it? If he's scoring forty against the dogs and then scoring, you know, big scores against teams that you wouldn't expect, like, I mean, against the cows, fair enough. But yeah, <laughs> yeah but we're not exactly a like... defensive juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't really, you can't really pick it. I guess is the main thing.
0: Yeah, um, no, hundred percent, and it's tricky because uh, he's been a mainstay in, in the fantasy world for like the best part of the last two or three seasons. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, uh, the other big score, Matty Burton went massive. How did you did you watch the game?
1: Yeah, uh, he's had a few rough games when since Cleary's been out and he's been put into the halves. He's had a few rough games, you know, only scoring around the forty fifty mark. But this game, he actually kind of took it on his shoulders and kind of carried the team a little bit. actually looked really, really good. So, um, Looked like the dominant half all game as well. Yeah, exactly. That's good signs going into his uh, season with the Dogs next year. Hopefully, he'll take the reins there and be the leading playmaker and play similarly to how he played against the Roosters because, he, yeah, he looked like he was in everything and provided a lot of uh, opportunities for him as well.
0: His running game looked on point as well, which was nice to see as well. Obviously, not just that, uh, that big run right up the sideline, but he looked threatening, I thought, pretty much any time he touched the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see. Yeah, big fan. Uh, another one that I want to talk you through again. Big score. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll throw it. I don't know if you watch this game at all, but the Tigs, Lukey Brooks, came out of left field with an eighty. If you don't mind, with uh, with a bunch of errors and and uh, and demerits, he still cracked and still cracked eighty.
1: Yeah, after just after halftime, Brooks was on a thirty-five or a thirty odd, I think. And and I think Dewey yeah. was closer to a fifty. And I was like, okay, Dewey's going to carry on here because he looked like a really good option. Um, to captain yep. um, for coming into this round. But yeah, Brooks kind of carried on with it in the second half. And yeah, he had a hand in everything. Lots of, he's, his running game was actually a lot better than it has been, which is what I would say was a positive from him. But yeah, he also got a lot of kick meters um, and took those points off Dewey in the second half. So yeah, good on him. A lot of people mm. don't really have him though anymore. I remember he was an early game pod option for the first couple of rounds. But yeah, since then, um, heavily dropped off uh, coaches have.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It sort of came out of left field
1: because like, I, I was like, you. Know, I,
0: I was convinced that Dewey was going to go massive, but uh, I don't know. It just never seemed to eventuate. And the Tigs never really sort of put the dogs to the sword either. So I guess that's uh, something else to be. Yeah, yeah. but
1: how yeah. how good did Stefano look? The first ten minutes, he was mm. rampaging
0: down the middle. I loved mm, seeing that. Hundred percent. He he looks like a baby painhaster. I mean, I know painhaster's is only young, but he he looks of the similar sort of mold to me. I don't know, just yeah. that the big body, but mobile, but also got the fitness as well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because he,
0: he played 62 minutes as well, Stefano. Yeah,
1: big engine. And Good to see. I don't think
0: there was too many injuries to speak of either. But the, uh, not uh, from that game. No. And the other one for me, Sean Bloor playing 80 on an edge as well, again, seemed, that seems pretty big to me, no?
1: Yeah, he's quite... he's He's unders at the moment. I mean, he's scoring around the 45 to 50 mark, and he's only 250k, but... We're past the stage of having uh, cheapies and kind of just need people that are going to score big. He's not too bad. We, I think I mentioned this on the pod last week with Moon. He's a downgrade option. Say you've got two players you have to trade out this week, you've got Crichton and Mahoney both in your team. If you want to upgrade to a, a Cleary, thinking he's going to come back and you need to you know, spend all the cash from both of those plays to get Cleary. And he's the obvious downgrade option because he's going to be scoring quite good playing 80 for the, the TIGs. And yeah, he'll get you 40, 50 points from the bench if you need to use him. So he seems like a very obvious uh, cash out option at this stage.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know too many people that would have any, any you know, enough trades to make a move like that.
1: But say if you do, bloody oath. I have two left and they're both going this week and I need a, a cash out option. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to choose between a couple at the moment. Got a got a yeah. enough cash to make a decent choice is is my reasoning. We'll,
0: we'll, going you say, we'll get to that later on because there there was a a number of injuries and we've just had obviously news of suspension with Appy Corrissau out, out suspended. We've had we've got Crichton out for a number of weeks and that sort of stuff as well. There was a bit of a bit of a a weekend of carnage, especially going into the to the home run. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be a, a few talking points coming through these team lists
0: now. Yeah, I was gonna say let's uh, let's get into it. Um, I'll just I'll just rattle them off quickly for you, mate. Uh, I'll try and get through the big ones for the first game. Storm and Raiders. Uh, Felice Kafusi is back. Nass looks to be back. Uh, Teppo Marova back to the reserves. Uh, oh, actually, one one thing I want to get I want want you to touch on more so than anything else from this game. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen and Nico Hines. What that's what's that dynamic going to be like?
1: Yeah. So I guess uh, the main thing is for this Storm team. Um, they don't look like they're changing anytime soon. I think until the finals, it looks like they're probably going to stick with this setup until Pappenhausen's fully fit and looks like he's um going to be taking the reins back again. And he still does seem a little bit shaky when he comes onto the field as well. So I don't think Bellamy's going to be risking him anytime soon. And Hines is playing well enough that he doesn't have to. So uh, they're still going to be sharing the minutes. Um, and it, your guess is as good as mine as to how many minutes Pappenhausen's going to get. I think... um. Last game against Manly, he got 35 or 40. He came on just after halftime. So um, in the game before that, that, he came on just um, halfway through the first half. So who knows if he's going to get, you know, 60 or 30 minutes really. So Um, I think he's probably not, unless you have to play him on the bench, I think you're just keeping him in in your emergencies until he's named in that number one jersey. So I think that's how you've just got to play it if you've got him now, uh, especially with the limited trades most people have.
0: Do you think they keep him on ice just until the finals? They're they're sort of doing limited sort of bits and bobs just to get a bit more run in his legs and they're sort of extending his minutes as the weeks go by and then by the time it comes around to finals
1: it'll be it'll be all systems go for Pappy. Yeah, absolutely. Which sucks for fantasy coaches, but yeah. I mean it makes the most sense for Bellamy, especially considering you've got Nico Hines for one more year. This this is probably the season that the They've looked the most obvious as the premiership options um, since Cleary's been out. So, yeah, I think they're pretty safe in playing this way.
0: Yep. Uh, For the Raiders, Simonson comes back. Uh, Rapana
1: is still at fullback. Valamay drops
0: out. Anything you want to touch on from the Raiders?
1: Uh, Hudson Young didn't look too bad, but his scores uh, were pretty pretty dodgy this week uh the week before he scored a lot better um but he only managed a 38 against the dragons in 80 minutes so a bit rough there i don't think there's really any other options you could risk going a, a Tarpeny from the raiders but i think that's way too risky um considering he's been in and out of the starting squad and from the bench and even dropped from the team altogether so uh, i wouldn't say there's any must-have options from this raiders team if you've got rapana that's good you've got to try a 44 on the weekend but nothing too special, I guess. I think you're probably safer going a gag eye over Rapana at this stage. So yeah, I don't think there's too many players in this Raiders outfit that um are serious options to pick up now, unless you've already got them and can't trade them out really. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, there's not there's probably not much else to go through other than the fact that Ricky's doing us dirty by not playing Cory Harry and Ira anymore.
1: Yeah, that's the Yeah. I think I'm if good. you've got him, he's yeah, he's a sell, I think. Um, if you don't have the trades, you've just got to hold him and hope that he gets put back in the starting squad. But yeah, for now, he's a he's definitely a sell unless you don't have trades and you just chuck in your emergencies and hope to God he comes back.
0: Um, yeah, pretty much. It's just a kind of a wait and see. Who knows what's going happen with that Raiders team? Yeah. Uh, next game, Dragons and Panthers. We we may or may not see clearly, but we'll get to that. Uh, for the Dragons though, uh, Cody Ramsey's out because Andrew McCulloch broke Cody Ramsey's face. Uh, in a collision, um, Beale's back from suspension. Tarek Sims out with suspension. Uh, Fumono back, and then I don't know. Did, did you have anything from from the Dragons boys? Obviously, it's it's tricky with Ben Hunt being out, but I suppose Jack Birds still there.
1: Yeah, so the biggest one there is Jack Bird, and he has been moved to fullback again. And they've mm-hmm. got the full team back. That's the that's the most surprising thing. They've left Dufty in the emergencies, and Bird's playing at fullback, and he played very good at fullback. I reckon, considering um, how many injuries he's had, and geez, he's all of his injuries have normally come, you know, knee injuries and and the like from fullback trying to step in the line. It's it's. Good to see him actually playing well for once, especially when he's <laughs> sustained most of those injuries from playing like running roles like a fullback. Um, so, yes. yeah, he played really well. And I think him going to fullback is actually going to be positive. I was talking to Moon last week and thinking it was going to be a negative move just because he's not uh, not in the line, not making as many tackles. But with 13 tackle busts, geez, he looked very good and had his hands on the ball a lot more than you normally see him at centre.
0: Yeah, and I think he'll only get better this week as well. I mean, I guess it's against the Panthers, but he
1: himself will probably get a little better in terms of, you know, his comfort levels and whatnot. Yeah, a bit more confidence. Look a bit better out, out there at the back. But uh, another one from the Dragons team that I've been talking to Moon about a lot, actually, in the last couple of pods is Jack Debellen. Um, Keeping an eye hmm. on him, and he's finally, you know, hit 80 minutes uh, at fullback uh, at fullback in the back fullback row JDB. <laughs> in the in the number 13 jersey um, got 76 minutes so basically 80 got dragged in the last couple of minutes just for a rest um, after the game was basically lost so yeah he made 50 odd tackles 150 metres and no demerits so 73 in an 80 minute performance is very good from him if you're looking for a pod option, he's not too bad. He is in less than 1% of teams, and if he plays 80 continuously, he's going to look very, very, very good um, as a pod. So, uh, yeah, decent option there, but not a must-have by any means.
0: Yep, Agreed. Um For the Panthers, uh, Stephen Crichton's back. Kurt Capewell's out. Um, uh, Brent Naden's back as well. Uh, Coruscant suspended, obviously, and then who knows what's going to happen with Nathan Cleary.
1: What do you reckon? Nah, they're not going to play him. I think it's he's he's less likely to come back before the finals um at this point in time. He's probably going to be training. He might pl- if he does start, he won't play 80, I don't think he'll probably play, you know, 40, 45 minutes and then um Burton will move into the halves and he'll go back to the bench, you know. Maybe enough just to get his fitness back up before the finals run, but yeah, he won't be playing, you know, big responsibility, big minute roles in this Panthers team to the finals, I think.
0: God, I hope so, because Dunham's got him in a in a head-to-head draft league against me, and he's his captain. And Love seriously, that. I I desperately hope that, that Cleary doesn't play, because uh, if he does, I might be in some trouble. Not that Sammy D listens to the pod, so I don't
1: have to admit <laughs> that I said that. <laughs> I'm, I've been holding him this whole time as well in fantasy. I, I, I just don't know. I, I know I need to trade him, but at the same time, even if there's a glimmer that he plays, I'd... I don't really want to pull that trade. Yeah, yeah. Just a waste of uh, money, really. I'd probably break your heart to do it as well, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, with the scores that he'll pull in for the last two or three rounds. Yeah, Might exactly. be worth it, watch considering... Watch a you can lot come of... back and tun up in minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <events. laughs> He's still in 30% of teams, though, so there's a lot of people still yeah. doing it, so it's not really pot-ish of you doing that, really.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on from that game?
1: Ah, uh, it's not really too much from the Panthers squad. Burton looks like he's probably going to be a hold for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, nothing else really from the Panthers team, I'd say, is a must-have at this stage.
0: Yep, beautiful. Um, okay, Roosters and Broncos. Um, Flegler's back. Uh, uh, Keenan is out. Um, fractured shoulder, I believe, um, but also got suspended, so... Uh, Albert Kelly moves into the starting side. Brody Croft is out. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo comes into the centres for Jesse Arthur. Xavier Coates gets a start on the wing, and Jermaine Sako is out. Tisha body onto the bench. Anything you want to say for the
1: for the Bronx? Payne Haas is really the only big talking point. That um... pretty good, that bloke. Yeah, probably probably should have him uh, for the run home. He he will get you a definite fifty every week, and you know every now and then he'll get you seventy, eighty odds. So he's probably the only must-have player from this team. Um, Herbie Feinworth isn't too bad of a pod option. He gets big scores every now and then when he's in the game, um, and the Broncos have a decent run home, so he might be getting um, decent attacking stats, uh, old Herbie. But uh, outside of that, Jordan Ricky is also another pod that's been pretty good for the last couple of weeks. Um, less of a pod now. I think nearly ten percent of people own him, but yeah, he's also another option uh, from from the Broncos team. But yeah, he's not a must-have at all, so I wouldn't be too worried about getting him in. Not exactly safe as houses, um, Ricky. <laughs> uh,
0: um. Okay, for the Roosters, the big one. Angus Crichton is out, gone for the next three matches. That takes us to the end of this. Oh, bar one or two games. Um, Tupanua goes uh, into the second row. Joe Marne moves back from the wing to the centers. Uh, Copley onto the wing. That seems to be it for the Roosters, though. Maybe the big one, obviously, Crichton. How do you see it?
1: Yeah, Crichton, huge, huge blow for everyone out there. He's Okay, so if you don't have trades, I can see a reason to hold him for one round because he'll come back for round 25, but he misses three. So you're only really getting, what, 50 points from him out of a possible Say he gets fifty points a game from here on out. Um, you you could have possibly got two hundred points from him, and now you're only getting fifty. So he's definitely a trade if you really want to be pushing to to win. But if you don't have the have the trades, I mean, it's very hard to um, like trade him out, especially if you've got someone else like a Mahoney who is out for the rest of the season. So I can understand if you have to keep him. Say you only got one trade, and you've got both Mahoney and Crichton. You probably hold Crichton, you sell Mahoney, but. Um, yeah, you you probably got to sell, uh, Crichton as well if you've got more than more than enough trades to do so. So, uh, yeah, definitely pull the trigger on that and bring someone else in like a like a Camari or a Payne Haas or someone else to, um, pick up where he's left off. Yep.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. Rabbits and Titans. This could be an interesting one. Uh. Rabbits same 17 as last week, and then for the Titans, uh, just the one change. Tyron Peachy comes back from suspension. Uh. Aaron Clark's out of the. Out of the seventeen, Jamal Fogarty apparently has recovered from uh, from a hand injury, but uh, didn't get the nod. There you go. What do you What do you think? What do you make of that?
1: So uh, for the Titans, I guess um, yeah, it's really only David Fafida. He's the big one um, from this team. Toby Sexton as well has looked very good, but with Fogarty looming, I uh, wouldn't be going anywhere near him, unfortunately. But looks like a very good. Uh, very good player for the future, though, um, especially for this Titans outfit. Uh, but, yeah, David Fafita is really the only talking point. If you've still got other players um, around this team, like Tino or Peachy, um, you know, any of those kind of mid-level players, or even Fogarty still, you're holding on to him. They're probably not as consistent as you'd like them to be, so I wouldn't be relying on them for the run home. Yep, uh,
0: very fair. Uh, anything on the bunnies?
1: Uh, bunnies. Look, there. We've talked about them at length for the last couple of weeks. They've got a very soft run home, and they're going to be, you know, in the attacking stats um, for the rest of the year. So your players like your your Cam Murray's, your Dane Gagai's, your Latrell Mitchell's, Damien Cooks, anyone really from their team, um, Reynolds and uh, Walker, they'll be putting up big scores for the rest of the year. So uh, pretty good if you have not If you don't, it's a bit of a shame because they'll be putting on plenty of points. But uh, yeah, uh, if you have any of those, not not too bad. I wouldn't be trading, um, two. Anyone of those, unless you're trading from like Crichton to a Murray to fill that spot, but I wouldn't be trading up to anyone in terms of their spine, like a like a like a Reynolds or a Walker or Latrell. There's probably better options out there if you're trading to a player. Maybe I would. The only two players I'd trade to in this squad are a, a Murray or a Gagai because they're the two best options in their positions. So Gagai at center and Murray at middle and edge. Very good, um, consistent scorers. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, could be
0: a low key, very interesting game. Last time the uh, these two teams played, there was massive point scoring going on. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah,
1: I think there will be. Bunnies scoring, you know, thirty eight to forty points a game, and the Titans letting in plenty of points, but also scoring plenty of points. So who knows what the score line could be here?
0: Mm. Uh, Cowboys and Tigs, main game replay of the two thousand and five Grand Final. Uh... <laughs> Uh, basically cows, Jason Tamalolo is out. So that leaves us with no good players left other than Val and kind of Scott Drinkwater. sometimes. Sorry, boys. It is what it is. Uh, look, the cows have, a- have made a bunch of changes. None of them are going to mean much. Basically Ben Hampton goes to the wing to replace Lungi. Granville slots into the Jake Granville's playing in the centers. Oh, this is a live reaction people. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jake Granville gets the nod at center. Um, debutants Jeremiah Nanai and Griffin Nimi are coming onto the bench Dejan Arsi is going to play centre as well Lemuelu drops uh, out of the side Francis Moller is going to start at prop Tommy Gilbert back to the bench that's it uh, yep. for the Tiggs, same 17
1: as last week what do you reckon mate what do you reckon oh. of this game well like you said that's it that's probably about as much fantasy advice as I've got for this team we don't really need to touch on them I don't think yeah I was going to say for the TIGS Dewey, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's 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 not uh not a ton of options from these two teams. But say, uh, out yeah. of this out of this
0: entire game, Dewey, that's yeah.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to worry about. Short and sweet, Dewey. Yeah, pretty easy. I wouldn't look at any of these other players. Uh, oh, bit Stefano. Oh no, but yeah. he's out. Oh no, 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 no he he's, he's got in. a
0: fine. He got a fine. He got a fine. Not he'll be
1: soon. he'll be good, but uh, I mean, he's not going to get sixty minutes every game. So uh, no. yeah, not not consistent enough, I don't think.
0: You know, you know, it's funny
1: really funny though.
0: Mooney dropped off the twelve train. Now Twil's doing bits.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> actually getting more minutes from the bench than he is in the starting squad. It's actually he misses pretty crazy. the first
0: fifteen, and plays the next sixty-five.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Poor Mooney. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, unfortunate. Really good for draft leagues, actually. Twelve because he's uh, he brings up big scores when you don't expect him to. So he's actually that like little hidden gem. Um, for those weeks that you don't really need him to score big, and then the weeks that you do, he you know turns up, which is good to see. But yeah, not for not for classic at all. Yeah,
0: agree. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from that game as quickly as possible. Yep. Um, okay, <laughs> could be a tough one for your blokes again with no Reid Marnie. That's that's, oh, yeah, the, big yeah. uh, that's yep. the big out. for power against the against the inform Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, so that means Joey Lussick um, comes back into the side. Uh, Oregon Kafusi out this week. Uh, Isaiah Papalii uh, comes into. I believe he comes into the front row now, which means Sean Lane comes into the bench. Makahisi Makatsowa will make his uh, debut off the wing. Oh, sorry, off the wing, sorry. Oh, off the bench. <laughs> Veteran winger Michael Oldfield has been named to play his first game of the season with Hayes Dunst to drop into the reserves. Uh, and then for Manly, Paseca's done his ankle, so he's gone for a couple of weeks. Toa Fofowa Sipley's out as well, uh, with the suspension. Uh Josh A goes into the starting side. Uh Kurt DeLouis uh and Curtis Hunan coming onto the bench. Uh Sean Keppi's still out as well.
1: What do you what do you reckon? Mate, Could it to be a tough one for your boys or are you gonna get the Chalkies? <laughs> not a chance, I don't think. I think Parramatta are on a, a, a very slip slippery slope at the moment. Um they we're limping into the finals basically. And I'm just hoping that we somehow pull it back, but um, we'll see how we go against Manly. I think if we, you know, hold them to 30 points and don't, you know, um, and score a couple of decent tries, we'll be looking pretty. Um, they still looked very good. Manly. Against, the can get them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Manly still looked very good, even though they lost against the storm storm, are just way too good at the moment. And they've got every single player. The fact that they've got Harry Grant and Pappenhausen on the bench is ridiculous, right? Like, yeah, yeah how do you how do you have that in an NRL team? especially know, so when? Pissed, yeah, you look at the Storm team next to the Bulldogs team. And you're like, how are these two teams playing in the same league? It's ridiculous. But anyway, enough yeah. said. Uh, for Manly, look, they've got everyone um, you could possibly ask for in a in a fantasy team. Uh, Schuster's been looking pretty good. Uh, who else we got? DCE. We got Tom Trebojevic. Even Ruben Garrick's been really good. Um, not so much, I guess. Some of them against the Storm, but in, in general terms, they've looked pretty good. Even against the Storm, they still, you know, got 50 odds uh, scores, which was really good. But, yeah, they're, they're definitely um, guns this year. And if you have Turbo and DC in your team, you're looking pretty good for the run home. Um, DC is a very good captaincy option as well, I think, this week. Uh, could be could be getting lots of kick meters and lots of attacking stats against Parramatta. And generally, um, Turbo's had his best games against Parramatta. I think his average against Parramatta in the last two years is 66 or something like that. So he, he could Keepers. be looking like a, a pretty big score uh, from him. So uh, keep that in mind as well for a captaincy option. Um, for Parramatta... I'm not sure how Papali's move to the front row is going to go, whether he's going to keep playing big minutes or if he's going to be in the forward rotation. Um, I'd say with a debutant and a backup hooker on the bench, he'll probably be getting closer to um, 80 minutes, but less of the, the ball running. Probably leave that to Junior Paulo and Nathan Brown, I'd say, through the middle. But... Um, you know, probably playing through the middle is never a bad thing. So I think he's going to get plenty of attacking stats. Um, sorry, plenty of defensive stats. And some of those attacking stats will come as well through the middle. Um, so he looks a, a good option as well this week, especially um against a, a manly team that's not going to hold up. But yeah, I don't think there's many positives from this parameter side. Gutherson and Moses have looked a bit... Um, A bit under as they were looking a bit um, rough as well against uh, the Rabbitohs. Not as much attacking stats for them, but uh, Moses still banged out 650 kick meters. So nice tidy 32 points from him against the Rabbitohs, which is, you know, good because if he didn't have those kick meters, he was scoring, you know, around the 30 mark. So um, yeah, he's always good with those kick meters, Moses. So he'll be a decent, uh, decent option for the run home. And a lot of people sold him as well when he did his back. So he's under 10% ownership. So a decent uh, pod half as well to have if you think that he's going to um, kick on um, for late back end of this year. But, uh, yeah, I think still worrying signs for Parramatta. I wouldn't be going to any of their their players unless they're, you know, uh, Isaiah Papaliti or Madison just because their attacking players are going to struggle. I think Maddow,
0: uh, that's what I was going to say. I, th- I think Maddow could be on for a pretty decent sort of score here. Seems to be just, yeah, 80 minutes for fun and then um, scoring 60s for fun as well.
1: Yeah, only played 70 minutes against the Rabbitohs, scored 64. Oh, 70, was it? Yeah, but still, that's... that's a, Nearly a point a minute, so uh, happy with that. I mean, there wasn't exactly a ton of attacking stats in that, just uh, plenty of tackles, plenty of meters, and um, offloads as well. So, yeah, looks pretty good. Yep.
0: Um, okay, moving on to Warriors and Dogs. Honestly, if, if anyone out there manages to complete this match after watching... if If you get through this game and the Cowboys and Tigers game... Get help, is all I'm going to say. If you, if you can bring yourself to watch both of these games to completion, you're either, you know, the most mentally strong person ever or you've got some serious issues because these games could be an absolute punishment. Look, let's get into it. I'm going to be needing a new captaincy option this week with uh, Kane Evans. For, for one <laughs> Love that. How good were those left left jabs, in Chambers? <laughs> Love that. <I'm> doing, <laughs> I threw him at his neck. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Oh Kane with your shit blonde streak. Oh lovely. <laughs> what's doing? Oh, what's doing? Uh Matt Lodge also out um this week as well. Uh Jackson Frey makes his debut. Uh Jermaine Tanoa Brown comes onto the bench. DWZ also suspended. Um I think pretty sure that's just come through. Um, Adam Pompey, uh, comes to the centers, Valami, Veya, Veya, uh, dropping out of the 21, uh, Chad Townsend, Wade Egan, both named to the extended bench, Wade Egan comes back, that's interesting. Uh, for the dogs, uh, Dylan Narpa. oh, damn, my backup captaincy options gone, Dylan <laughs> is also out, Dylan Nap and Jack Hetherington, oh, my My team's in shambles, man. <laughs> uh, they're both out, um. A bit of bit of grade three carry on from uh, from Jack Hetherington this week. Uh, fan guy has from been promoted from the interchange to take over the prop slot. Uh, Ryan James comes in straight off the Canberra Raiders bench, extended bench, into the Bulldogs starting side. Same with I believe yeah Corey Horsburgh comes in as well. Uh, and Matt Dory goes into the second row for Corey Wadell. D- go on, have a stab, mate. If you can find a fantasy relevant player, I- I'll give you a round of applause. Look,
1: I. <laughs> I was giving it to uh, Aitken last week in the pod um, saying that he's probably not the most reliable, but I mean, he scored another try and he got plenty of attacking stats on an edge for the Warriors. So he actually doesn't look too bad, especially for a oh, center. Oh, actually yeah, I brought him in. Yeah.
0: I heard that and I brought him in. I was like, yeah, I'm bringing in. I'm bringing
1: you yeah, in. Actually. Yeah. looks, looks not too bad, Um, especially for a center playing in the second row, scoring around 50 to 60 a game. He hasn't scored 50, but um, if you take away his attacking stats, he'll be scoring around 50. Um, That's, very good for a center I mean that's what you hope to get from a center throughout the year so um pretty good to see that with you and Aitken, and he's definitely a good option in that position uh Josh Curran as well playing 80 uh, at lock uh, is good but I think he's moved back to the to the edge this week so I don't know if he's going to be getting those kind of scores even with 80 minutes um but if he if he gets moved to the center at, um, moved into the middle at any point um during this game he'll be scoring big um so I think it's actually Possible, considering they've got, you know, they've got Tanoa Brown on the bench. They've got Jackson Frey starting in the front row. They don't have a lot of um, big minute forwards, so you could see Josh Cohen spend a bit of time in the middle of the park. So he could be on for another big score if you've still got him. Uh, outside of that, people are still holding Reese Walsh, still going to look good. Um, and, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, Jazz Tavunga at, at hooker, not too bad, but he shares the time with Cody Nikorima, so nothing. I was going to say, he'll to play see like there. 25 minutes. Yeah, nothing to see there, really. Ah, uh, for the dogs. Ah, yep. uh, the only big positive here is that Jake Avrillo is looking like he's getting his points back now that he doesn't have uh, have Kyle Flanagan or Lachlan Lewis in the halves with him. Beyond Iodoe doesn't um, really do much of the kicking, so really helped.
0: <laughs> You're just going to leave it there. He just doesn't do much. Yeah, <laughs> look, very
1: he wasn't much. terrible, but like Avrilo really controlled the dogs. I mean, as much as he could uh, last week. So yeah, very good signs for Avrillo. Looks like he's going to be. Um, Back scoring points again, uh, which is good. Had 300 kick metres and, um, you know, a couple of try assists, which, yeah, it's really helped his points. So if you held on to him, congratulations, you got your centre back. But uh, outside of that, Josh Jackson's maybe the only good option at the Dogs, I would say. Everyone else looks kind of eh. Nick Meaney has been scoring well as well, as as a side note, but not exactly consistent, especially from a Dogs team. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good on you, man. I, I would give you a round of applause and probably stuff up your audio that you've got to go edit later because you did
0: find some fantasy-relevant players. Well done. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. I'll, I'll take about. for oh, that. Thank you. I'm impressed. Good on you. That's what I pay the big bucks.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, okay, last game of the round. Sharks and Knights. Will, Will Chambers dropped. Cop that, Will
1: Chambers. <laughs> Couldn't see that coming. Oh. Yeah, no. Did you see the press his conference?
0: Own, <laughs> his own coach roasted him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fire out. To be fair, he got
0: two players sent off. So, oh, sorry, he got he got Kane Evans sent off twice. So I don't know. He probably did his job. He he, he got the desired effect.
1: Yeah, got two. Uh, got Kane Evans sent off twice. Got two players suspended as well from that shark team. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, what more could From you want? Team. And then, what, Josh Hannay yeah. comes out and says, look, we didn't win the game. So it's what, on him or something like yeah. that? I can't remember the wording, but he's like, yeah, it didn't show on the scoreboard or something like that. But yeah. are you kidding? Like, I mean, you've got to have a bit of lip in the game. So I think most players I was do. Saying,
0: I, yeah. I'm not a massive Will Chambers fan, to be honest, but Jeep is, I mean, like, he, he's just trying to fire the boys up. It's not like yeah. they're doing bits without him. Exactly. Um, Okay, for the Okay, so that means so we will Chambers out CSC for uh, Talakai moves into the centres. Um so basically Jack Williams goes from lock to the back row, Toby Rubo- Toby Rudolph comes back to the number thirteen jersey, Braden Hamley Ueli comes on to it comes into the front row, Billy Magulius goes to the interchange bench. Uh and then for the Knights, uh Bradman Best. Uh, has been named to play. Had scans in his shoulder, but he'll play. Uh, Jaden Braley back this week as well. Chris Randall out of the squad. Lockie Fitzgibbon is out. Um, uh, Mitch Barnett switching to an edge. Connor Watson named to start at lock, but who knows if that's really going to happen. But yeah, what do you reckon, mate?
1: Yeah, I reckon it definitely won't happen. Uh, Watson's doomed to play from the bench if he starts in that 13 jersey, unfortunately. Yeah, from the Knights, there's a couple of decent pod options. I mean, Pierce has been... uh, Obviously, been a pod most of the year. Jake Clifford has been very surprising and has been scoring quite well, um, playing out of his skin since he's left the the cows, which I'm sure hurts you, uh, Burmo. But it's it's unfortunately that doesn't true. Doesn't a lot, man. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you got Dearden though, so I mean that's a plus. <laughs>
0: Oh, you almost made me drop an F-bomb there. I don't, want to, I don't want a couple fine. I don't want a couple fine from the boys. Uh, but, okay. yeah,
1: look, from this Knights team, yeah, the halves have looked pretty good, good pot options. Uh, outside of that, there's not too much. Frizzell's come back to scoring 50s, but it, if you've picked up him, you really want him to be scoring in the 60s at this point of the season. Ponga's starting to show that he's, you know, not too bad and can score well, but he hasn't really lived up to his... His price tag this year with only averaging around the 50 mark. So a bit underwhelming from him. But if you've got him now, I think you've just got to hold him for the rest of the season and hope he has some big games. Um, But outside of that, from this Knights team, there really isn't much. Hopefully the one week off did Braley some good and he comes out and scores, you know, 50, 60 odd scores, but uh, hasn't scored that since the first 10 rounds. So I wouldn't be pushing you luck too far if you're hoping for that. But for that Knights team, that's probably it. Unless you have anyone you're really eyeing off as an option.
0: No, not really, mate.
1: Yeah, pretty fair. No. And from the Sharks, there's really not many there. Ramian's been the most probably consistent uh, option in the centres. Uh, came away with a 61 on the weekend as well against the Warriors, which is pretty good without a try as well. Kennedy's been up and down. He scored pretty well last week, but I wouldn't be relying on that. And I, I did talk up Trindle last week, and he did quite well. Only, only managed a 46, but he had the bulk of the kick metres, just didn't have a ton of attacking stats, which normally comes along with um, him playing in the halves and controlling the Sharks I think he team. did
0: pretty well, to be honest, all things being equal with how the game actually went. I didn't yeah. think he did too badly. The fantasy score he put up was, uh, I reckon, yeah, I reckon he did all right, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I still think he's a decent option. Um, probably not going to be scoring the huge scores, but yeah, he's he's going to be scoring around the 50 mark, which is pretty good for a 470 price tag. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but nothing more in that Sharks team, I don't think. Yeah, I reckon KP could go big, here. God, I hope so. I've got him. Uh, I reckon,
0: <laughs> reckon goes big. I just don't get why he's not doing the goal kicking again. Like, Jake it's not a bad kicker, but KP's, a, like, a really good kicker, I would have thought. Yeah. Like. I don't know, unless it's still, like, groin injury, but, no, it's been a while. Yeah, you'd think he's recovered
1: from that, but I
0: guess... Yeah, you, guess I not, mean, really. he kicks in general play and runs the ball back and gets tackled by a very, very large men. You'd think goal kicking probably wouldn't phase him. <laughs> you'd assume so. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> not, not, not for me to say. What, what do I know? Anyway, uh,
1: I've got a got a question I'll... for you for you, Burmo. Look, came through our our Instagram at FootyBrainsPod. Uh, please give us a follow. Send us through all your questions if you like. We actually have a question from through our Insta from uh, Craig. What do I do with Cleary this week? Do I play him or should I should I keep him out of the squad altogether?
0: Oh boy, howdy, that's a good question. Oh, I th- Rob, I, I think host, he... love that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I... <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you got to keep your eyes on the team uh, on the on the late mail. But f- I, personally, my gut feeling, I don't, I don't reckon he plays. So for mine, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a steer steer cleary of him.
1: Oh, Look Thank at you. Go. Look, <laughs> that's
0: you. the title what right about... there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's? Oh yeah, yes. Clip that. <laughs> Clip that. For a Twitch stream all of a sudden. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um... uh, I think. I mean, the Panthers are playing at a pretty good time. Uh, Friday at six o'clock so you've only got the Storm game beforehand I think your best option is to probably play him in the number 17 and loop him possibly that's because if he's ruled out you have someone in the number 18 which yeah. is in your emergency slot uh, maybe you'd run a a Pappenhausen there or someone like that um, and maybe he goes big against the Raiders off the bench and then if Cleary doesn't play you get Pappenhausen's points and if Cleary does play you just you have to either um, trade Cleary out to a non-playing player or another player that you want on the bench. So I think running him in the 17 Jersey is probably the best option considering they're the second game of the weekend. So um, you can make your decision at what 5.00 PM on the Friday when the team um, teams are finalized an hour before kickoff. I think most people, I shouldn't have to explain it too much. I hope most people that are listening um, know how to loop, but uh, that might be something we, we explain in, in future episodes, maybe for next season, we do a in-depth yeah. analysis on how to loop properly. Yep, love that. Yeah, look,
0: I, I just, yeah, I just don't think you can bank on him to do what he'd normally do. So I yeah. certainly wouldn't, certainly don't captain him. Don't, don't put your eggs in that basket. Um, but yeah, for mine, yeah, yeah no. I, I, I don't think that play. I don't think I risk him.
1: Yeah, I dare say, I, I I'll eat my hat if he scores sixty plus this week if he plays. Like, I don't think even if he does play, I dare, he won't play fifth, uh, the full eighty. So I don't think he's going to score that well.
0: Yeah, if he scores sixty
1: odd, you can eat you can also eat my hat. <laughs> sure, why not? Um,
0: now questions for you, mate. Uh, they're asked by me. Um, what, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what are you going to do with Crichton and Mahoney
1: or Marnie? Yeah, so. I've talked about, I guess, my team in my halves situation at the moment. I'm playing Avrilo and Dewey in the halves at the moment. So, um, yeah, not exactly optimised. No disrespect. No disrespect. <laughs> no, full disrespect. I'm love, talking to myself. Boys. Um, I had, what did I have before the injury struck? I had uh, Ben Hunt, Mitch Moses, and Nathan Cleary as my halves until um, – Injury struck NSJ. around that by around and yeah, and SJ at one point. So yeah, um it's come to this, unfortunately. So I'm hoping Cleary will play. At least I get someone that's gonna score some points uh in the halves. But I think this week I'm I've got two trades left and Crichton and Mahoney just have to go if I want to stick uh in the top five hundred um, at the moment. So probably gonna trade them out to a DCE and then a Nuffy just to fill the gap. Maybe someone around the four hundred K. I think I have about four, five hundred K left. Um, if I trade both of those and get DC in. So I'll pick someone around that. Price range, I'm kind of eyeing off maybe a JDB. Um, I'm not sure exactly how much JDB is is actually. I think he might be above that. But yeah, I've got to look for someone around that um, 500k price range, which, yep, not JDB because he's around 600. So maybe I go with Trindle or someone like that to have an extra halves coverage there. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't know who do you think would be the best option. I guess because everyone's probably going to trade out Crichton this week. I mean, he was in, um, he was in thirty percent of teams before um this round started, so he's down to twenty six percent already. Who who would you be trading if you had to go like for like? Middle Edge. He's around seven thirteen um, I, I personally
0: there's there's two that I'd go would be Matto. Yep. Um, or even I don't like it, but Potentially Josh Jackson.
1: Yeah, or, he's a steady hand Josh Jackson. That's what I like about him.
0: Yeah. Or if you want a pod who can go big, Tyson Frizzell.
1: Tyson Frizzell. Yeah, I've I've kind of dropped off Frizz. I've I, I rated him before he got injured, but recently, since he's come back from injury, he's been pretty underwhelming in terms of That's fantasy. That's I named
0: him big. third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does I mean, his job,
1: scores okay, but yeah, he's been a bit unders, for my liking. I reckon if you really want to go a pod, you go JDB. Save 100K. Yeah, actually, yeah, I like... Oh, yeah, look, yeah, you know what? I actually don't mind that. I reckon that's probably... I mean, they've got... Who else do they have in the back row there? They have, uh, for the Dragons, they have Billy Burns and Tyrell Flumano. It's it's like is out this week, so, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, he's most likely going to get big minutes in the middle, um, Mm. I'd say.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, Did you name someone for for Marnie? What What are you doing there?
1: Or what are you... Uh, I actually have cover for Mahoney. I had, like, Grant and um, oh, Rayleigh smart, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But I think if you're, if you're going a like-for-like trade, uh, Mahoney to Damien Cook is a very Damian good Cook option. The, yeah, that's what I yeah. was thinking. I think just because the Rabbitohs run home, Cookies the been looking run pretty home. good. Yeah. Yes. I think pretty safe there to go from Mahoney to Cook. Yeah. Um, But yeah, if you don't have the cash, like he's only 20k more, but if you really don't have the cash and you actually don't have 20k left in the bank, you probably uh, risk it and go a Harry Grant or risk it even more and go, I don't know, some other pod option. I mean, Appy's out this week, so probably not him. Jeez, there aren't many hookers, though. That's That's the problem. You might go a Brendan Smith, maybe. If if you feel lucky, I don't know. I actually don't
0: what... mind that pick either, but he's he's starting because of what Harry Grant's doing. His yeah, man's starting to go down a bit again.
1: Yeah, he only managed a forty four, so he's looking a lot more risky. So I'd say even Grant from the bench um, looks like he's doing a lot more on the park. So uh, yeah, I'd go Grant over Smith. Yep. Okay. I do have another question for you, mate? Captaincy situation. What are you going to be doing, or do do you want to keep that close to the vest, or what are you what are you going to be doing? Now nah, we'll we'll put a post up on on uh, Thursday with the the, the how many um, percent of teams have captained who just to give uh, listeners a better understanding of uh, yep. um, where they should put their captains. Uh, but I'm I'm actually really struggling this week. There's no out and out obvious options, but I'd say Turbo or DCE would be the best options this week. I mean, if you're really struggling and you need to go up, uh, you need to go up rank. You could maybe maybe risk it with a Fafita against the Rabbitohs, but, I mean, the Rabbitohs do leak points, but if they're playing well, they might not. So it might not pay off uh, for Dave Fafita this week. But, yeah, I'd say Turbo and DCE with uh, the Eels underperforming and uh, Manly wanting to show that they can um, be a, a title contender after losing to the Storm last week. That's my bet. Yeah, I don't mind that at all, mate.
0: Um, cool. Anything else you got for me heading into this week?
1: Look, uh, we do buy hold sells normally, but I feel like not a lot of people have trades. <laughs> I'd say. Um, right, so we... we can go. We can go hypothetical. Say say if you did have a trade, who would who would you get in? Well, yeah. So obviously, cellsy, your Crichton, your Mahoney, anyone missing the rest of the season or yep. a couple of rounds? Anything more than two rounds? Yeah, um, definitely an out. Um, you probably hold one round. Maybe Coruscant's out for one round. Oh, just the one. Yep. Uh, I, I guess it depends how how badly you need to have a player. If you definitely need to have another hooker in your team to have 17, then you trade. But if you can hold him for one round, you hold Coruscant, I would say. Um, and if you have to buy someone, I think... It's so hard. There's so many actual good, good pods running around. I think uh, I like JDB. Okay. Oh, Maddo? JDB, yeah. 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 I think... I like... They're both good options. Maddow or JDB in the mids to replace Crichton, both excellent options, I'd say. Maddow's very yep. good, though, because the Eels are going to have to do plenty of defense, and Maddow's, yeah, going to get plenty of tackles.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like Love that it. a lot. I like that a lot, my friend. Can it could be an interesting week here. There could be some... There's, there's there's the script for some big scores here.
1: Yeah, I hope there's uh, going to be a couple upsets as well. Come on, Para. I, all I'm saying is I reckon... Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you paused there and had to
0: like collect yourself. <laughs> so you know, you know what? I, I am by no means a Tigers fan, but they're they're $1.60 against us. That's disrespectful Oof. to the Tigs. They should be $1.01 01 against us with no <laughs> Tamil.
1: Like, yeah, the you, team yeah. doesn't make pretty reading for the Cowboys.
0: Uh, gamble responsibly, but Jesus Christ, put the mortgage on it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking bloody hell. Um, but, yeah, no. Hey, Jack, Give me give me a prediction. Who do you think is top scorer this week?
1: Oh, top scorer? I haven't done top scorer in a while. I'm yeah. going to say uh, I reckon Cam Murray is going to run right against the Titans through the middle. Um, Titans generally leak a lot of points and a lot of meters. So, yeah, I think the Bunnies, they're going to be rampaging into the finals with the teams they're playing. So they're going to be in red-hot attacking form over the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, Cam Murray through the middle. Love it
0: actually, yeah, I do. I do like that call. That's yeah. I was gonna say because my mine was gonna be Teddy against the Bronx. Oh, not bad. Yeah, I think I think because uh, Teddy Teddy's doing everything for the for the Roosers at the minute. The Roosers have just lost uh, against Penrith, but it was a close run thing, and they've already been beaten by the Bronx this year. So I think there's gonna be a point to prove, and I reckon uh,
1: Teddy could be at the forefront. Love that off the back of an eighty as well. He averages. Yeah. Uh, in his, actually, in his last three scores against the Broncos, he's scored, uh, he has an average of 75 in his last three against the Broncos. There you go. So, um, yeah, huge points there. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I like that matchup as well. I like it.
1: Fair. Yeah. Good option.
0: Could be a decent little pod option there as well if you want to roll the dice on it as, I a, think
1: as so. a captain. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll put that post up on Thursday to show everyone who's captained who um, leading yeah. into the first game. Um, and it'll give you a bit of a better understanding of the best pot options to go.
0: Yeah, keen. Looking forward to this week, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for a great show. Looking uh, looking like a very good week of footy ahead of us. Yeah, welcome back, Burma. Are. Look,
1: it's been yeah, a, mate. Been good a while. to be back. I've been out in the wilderness. <laughs> Love that. All right, mate. What well on? See you next week. Cheers, mate.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our Round Twenty Two review and Round Twenty Three preview episode coming next week.